Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, 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 welcome back, my diehard football fans, and just my diehard sports fans in general, and just my avid listeners who just said, hey, I'm bored at the moment, let me see what this Neek and Chuck pro football talk show talking all about, and we talking about football, because that's what we do on this show, we don't talk about basketball, we're not going to talk about Chris Paul getting traded to Houston, we're just going to talk about football, because tonight's segment, fans, is about showing love. We're going to show love to a couple teams that we came up with and a few of the couple of the players on their teams that, you know, we feel like who don't get enough love, who don't get enough much appreciation. So tonight, Nick has a couple of his teams and a couple of players from his teams he's going to talk about. My main man, Chuck, he has a couple of players and a couple of teams he's going to talk about as well. But with that being said, this is the Nick and Chuck Pro Football Talk Show. I am your host, Nick. My main man, Mr. C, sit next to me, man. It feels good to be in the room with you because we're doing this show live from Los Angeles, sunny, 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 beautiful California. My main man, Mr. C, tell the fans what's going on. Fans is hot as H right now, H-E double hockey sticks. We got the fan going. We had the air conditioner going, but that would have been loud. Y'all wouldn't have been able to hear anything on the radio. But it's fantastic, neat, beautiful day in L.A. Uh, I mean, it's almost every day is a beautiful day in L.A. And you are here to share it. We're here in the same vicinity, same AKA studio, uh, what we love to do, and that's talking that football and giving that hot fire to the fans and. Uh, yeah, I'm look. I'm looking forward to this episode, man, because we're doing something a little different. It's a, you know things are starting to ramp up, starting to get exciting. OTAs are over with. Schedules for training camps have been coming out. Uh, so the season is just around the corner. Um, training camp starts in July. Preseason games August. Regular season September. I mean, time is moving fast, Nick. I know we both got them gray hairs, and they say we get older, time go faster. I mean, time seems like it's in fast forward, but it's all good because you know what? Football will be here before we know it. So we just getting excited. We getting the fans excited. Just keep giving them that hot fire. All right. Speaking of gray hairs, I would just like to say I appreciate my gray hairs. I really do. Every day I get up in the morning and fix my hair and I'll get my hair and I say, damn, I got a lot of gray hair. And on the side, I should do something about it, but I say, hell no, I'm not going to be Willie McGinnis. I'm not going to go to the barbershop and get my hair dyed twice a week. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I just say that? Did I just do a shot fire to Willie McGinnis? No disrespect to Willie, man. Love to you. But I just heard that you go to the barbershop twice a week to get your hair dyed. What's wrong with you, man? How you trying to look young again? You got to accept the fact that you got your hairs, man, and be proud of it, man. Be be proud of your salt and Look, I know I'm proud of mine. Chuck, I know you're proud of yours as well. Of course I'm proud of mine. But if Willie McGinnis goes to the shop twice a week to get his hair dyed, how many times does Ice Cube go? 
I mean, because he got the beard. He got, I mean, Ice Cube stuff is jet black. I mean, they, his hair is blacker than those Raiders jerseys he be wearing. I mean, they, Willie McGinnis go twice. Ice Cube at least goes five times a week. But you know what? I ain't hating one of time great uh, lyricists. Uh, movie acting, uh, you know, he, he had a couple great hits there, you know, here and there, Boys in the Hood, um, what else, uh, <coughs> oh, there? Friday, 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 are we there yet, hell not. Friday, Friday, obviously, legendary classic, uh, then we, Friday after next, which one had, um, your boy Pimp, the little pimp, uh, from Cincinnati, what's uh, his name, Cat, yeah, Cat Williams, yeah, that was a good one, and then, um, you know, it, yeah. So you know, Ice Cube doing this thing. Much love and respect. Uh, but you know, I you know you have that high ass slime bill going to get your hair <laughs> dyed five times a week. But it's all good, man, because you, your stuff is nice and black. You about fifty years old, and we got twice as many gray hairs as you got. Well, you ain't got no gray hair, so. All right, man. That's funny, man. You said blacker. Then what you say the Raiders jerseys? Blacker than the Raiders jerseys. Fans, next time you see Ice Cube on TV, hit pause and then compare his the uh, color of his beard and his hair to the Raiders jersey guy because he probably gonna have on a black shirt or something like that. You gonna see his hair, his beard is blacker than shirts and jerseys he be wearing. Big shout out, man. Rest in peace to the late, great comedian, uh, Bernie Mac. I just got to give a shout out to him for that scene in uh, <laughs> the minutes while drinking juice in the hood. I hate my gums because they black. I hate black kid piano. I hate the back of whooping Goldberg neck. Oh, actually, it was Wesley Snipes neck. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker neck. Yeah, yeah. I had to put Whoopi girl. My bad, Whoopi. Nope. Nah, <laughs> nah, he said uh, Whoopi Yeah, Whoopi <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That was I hate Black Pepper. <laughs> well, big shout out to uh, Bernie Mac, man. That's movie. I love watching that scene. But anyway, all right. Let's get to our show and love episode. Ladies, if you tune in now, you're thinking, like, oh, oh, Neek's going to show us some love. Okay, what you going to show the ladies? Oh, no, 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 no. This is a football show. We're just talking about players. But anyway, all right. So, but we do show love to the female fans. Don't get it twisted. It's just not today. <laughs> yeah, not today. All right. So, a couple teams. I want to – actually, let me just start with uh, – I hate to say this, man, because it seems like every week – not every week. It's just it's like – Talk a lot about the Cleveland Browns, cause Chuck, I know you got your two teams, but I got to show a couple players, man, on the Browns team some love, man. And I got to start with the running back Isaiah Crowell. I mean, we're talking about a running back that's a bruiser, five eleven, two twenty five, only twenty four years old, going into his fourth uh, season in the NFL. So just listen to these stats, man. It's got better every year. 2014, 607 rushing yards, eight touchdowns. 2015, 706 rushing yards, four touchdowns. And then last season, 952 yards with a 4.8 yard per carries. And he has seven touchdowns. But here's the thing, man. Hugh, you need to feed this guy the ball, man. I mean, seriously, now heading into 2017 season, this Browns has on paper a solid offensive line, which is pretty much the strength of this team. You know, I'm not going to go back and talk about, you know, the free agents they picked up, but this offensive line is set and it's solid. So, Hugh, you need to run well more this season. Because when I looked at his stats last season, the most carries he had in the game was only 19. 19. That's a damn shame. And you had no quarterback. 
You know, you playing musical chairs with your quarterbacks. You only give this guy 19 carries. That's the most in the game all season long. Come on, man. You got to feed Correll the rock. And I love Correll. I think Correll is going to have a great breeze. Already off to a solid career. Now he's got blockers in front of him. So Hugh will get him the ball more. Need at least 20 to 25 plus carries a game. Quit trying to throw the ball around when you don't have a quarterback, okay? All right, move to the well, defense. Go ahead, go ahead. Quick comment on that. I think you're right. He, he should get more carries, but I don't think it's going to happen this year because I know Hugh, and I think Hugh uses the pass to set up the run. And like you said, last year they didn't have no quarterbacks. This year they still ain't got no quarterbacks. But the offensive line is nice. But he definitely should listen to you, but I just don't think it's going to happen because I think Hugh has his style, his system, and he's trying. he's going to force it if he has to. But how in the hell can you set up the pass, man, when you ain't got no damn quarterback? How can you do that? I ain't saying he was successful at it. I just said he, that's what he do. Nah, well, he need to quit doing that. That ain't work out. I'm saying here in 2017, you got a bruiser in the back that's improving every year. You need to keep the man the ball more than just 19 carries, I mean, in the game. And that's the most. I was looking at the stats. It's like 12 carries, 10 carries, 11 carries, 10 carries, 13 carries. I'm like, come on, man. And I know Crowell's got to be pissed off in this offense. But like I said, finally he has offensive line in front of him. So hopefully um, he will listen to us and, and hopefully he will run the ball if he wants to be the to the Browns <laughs> head into the next season after this year. All right, let's move to the defense side of the ball. This man just got paid. I'm finally, I'm finally happy that the Browns management recognized his talents and what he has done for this team the last couple years on the field. And I'm talking about middle linebacker, who's going to be moving probably to strong side because the Browns are going from a 3-4 defense to a 4-3 defense, and that is Kristen Kirksky. And Kristen Kirksky last season, you guys, had 148 combined tackles, have sacks, and he's only 24 years old. So 6'2", 235, I mean, going into his fourth season just like Crowell, I mean, these guys are the staple, the future of this team. They should be with teams for years to come. Hopefully the Browns management. Don't F up. Don't mess up. They probably will. Who remains to be seen. But Christian oh, Kirsten, showing love. I know. I'm, I know, man. I'm just talking about, man, I'm showing love to the players. I'm just glad that Kirsky got rewarded. He got a big contract extension. So, man, I just got to give praise and clap to, um, you know, the Browns organization for letting my boy get paid. So, that's the love I got to show to the city of Cleveland, to the Cleveland Browns, and to my boy Isaiah Crowell, and to my boy Christian Kirsky. My love to you guys from the well, let's stay with the linebacker thing. I'm a, I got a couple players as well as a couple teams I want to show love to. Stay at the middle linebacker position. I'm going to give love to Tahir Whitehead. I know fans are like, who, who Tahir Whitehead? But Detroit Lions fans know who Tahir Whitehead is. You sure about that, man? That sounds like a uh, Mark Povich character, man. Tahir Whitehead, you are not the father. <laughs> hey, that... That show got me through many days in college. That old, that Maury Povich, you are not the father. In this case, I hear Whitehead is the father because I think he has three lovely boys. But Tyre Whitehead, I got to show him love today, man, because uh, he's, last year was actually a bad year for him. But you wouldn't think it at first glance because he put up 132 tackles last year, which was best for knife in the league. Um, but Making tackles ain't all there is to playing a game of football, as a, especially as a linebacker. Because as a linebacker, you got to tackle first and foremost, which you did a great job of last year. But you also got to cover. 
and that was his real Achilles heel last year. I mean, he was terrible in coverage. I mean, overall, that Lions defense uh, was terrible in coverage, you know, especially that secondary. But Tyre Whitehead definitely contributed to that. Uh, and as the season went on, I mean, coach, offensive coordinators, they picked up on that, and they just started targeting the dude, and it just got worse and worse. And, he, I mean, he was at the bottom in terms of uh, of coverage at the linebacker position, but he was up there in tackles. But you know what? This year, he's moving to the outside. He's coming off an injury. But the Lions drafted Jared Davis, the linebacker from Florida, um, in the first round, the 20, their first overall pick. So they're going to move him to the middle linebacker position, which I think is a good position for him. And they're moving out here, Whitehead, out to the outside, which is, I believe, his more natural position. Uh, that's the position he's been playing. The majority of the time he's been in the league. He was in the middle line last year. The team got and the coaches thought they could use him there. And he put up the tackles, but he was a, you know, he was a liability in coverage. Uh, I think outside linebacker is more of a position. So for him, this upcoming season, I expect another recovery. He's come back from a knee injury, uh, but I expect he's going to have a great year. Like I said, he put 132 tackles last year. His first year playing middle linebacker in the league, in the league, man. So, Tahir Whitehead, I got to show you the love because um, I expect big things of you this year, man. Uh, you know, he can play strong and weak side. Uh, so, we'll see. Now you just go out there. You've been blessed on the Nick and Chuck show. Now you go out there and do your thing. And then I want to talk about – I know you focus on players, Nick. I go into the team as well because I give, also give some love to the Detroit Lions. Uh, we just talked about Tyre Whitehead. We just show him some love. But, you know, we got to be balanced here today. Neat. Uh, you know, we can't be all lovey-dovey. Um, and, you know, and, and, you know, just talk about one player. I got to give love to the entire team. But before I do that, I do got to give a little dig to that Lions secondary because Lions secondary last year, Neat, was butt cheeks. I mean, not that good, firm, yet soft butt cheeks, Neat. I'm talking about that big, sloppy butt cheeks with acne scars on there, Neat. I mean, it was just terrible last year. But you know what? They did some things this year to address to address that. Um, but still, I'm still worried about that secondary. But in terms of overall defense, Neat, I like what they've done this year. Matter of fact, Neat, tomorrow, uh, all former All Pro linebacker Zach Orr is supposed to be visiting the team. As you remember, he retired in he retired in January. All Pro linebacker from the Ravens. So if they able to bring him, I mean that's a great move for them. You got something to say, Nick? Yeah, I mean I just gotta chime in, man. I know you're doing a good job here, but I gotta show some hate because DJ Hayden. You know what I'm saying? Lions fans, you're going to be so mad at him because he's on the hold. He loves to hold. He can't cover worse squats. He loves to hold. So you talk about, you know, you're impressed with that Lions secondary. Well, you know, the the moves they made, that secondary was playing like trash last year, like butt cheeks. I'm going to just say this. DJ Hayden, yeah, shots fired on this show. Nick calling you out. I know the show is called Showing Love, but I'm sorry. I got to switch it up real quick because I understand DJ Hayden. And now he was going to do something, okay, he didn't do jack. I was about to say the bad word, the S word, but he ain't do Jack S-H-I-T last year for us. All he did was just hold, 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 because he couldn't cover and he couldn't trust his uh, coverage abilities. But DJ Hayden, man, Lions fans, you better get ready to call, some, uh, call, uh, call the pamper company and get him some diapers, man, because he's going to have a runny diaper out there on that field, man. That, that diaper's going to be leaking. 
because he gonna be holding it. He gonna be getting hurt. So all he can do is hold, hold. You gotta hold him. You gotta hold on. Yeah. Now when I said they had some improvements, I'm talking about the defense overall, not just the secondary. Uh, but you know, it's still. It comes to that defensive side of the ball, man. There's still some issues that need to be worked out. But then let's move on and talk about the offensive side of the ball. Last year, the offensive line was pretty bad as well. I mean, Matt Stafford was sacked over 40, well, exactly 40 times, including the playoffs. Uh, that's a lot of times to be on your back and not be yet. Well, he was getting paid for it, but yeah, never mind. We ain't going to go there. This ain't, you know, as kids listen to this show. But they addressed some knees in the off on the offensive line. They brought in a couple of tackles this year, including uh, your boy Greg Robinson from the L.A. Rams, first-round pick. He's underperformed. Uh, he has a new place, a little colder environment. Maybe he'll play better in a colder, <laughs> colder environment, and he'll play up to his potential. Uh, then they brought in some couple guards. They got T.J. Lane and Ricky Wagner. You know, I like T.J. Lane. New blood is good. But we got to see how they perform. They made the playoffs last year, seven, but the NFC last year was weak sauce. Um, so this upcoming year, I think they're going to be around the same record. You know, I don't like predicting the record, but I think it's going to be a pretty solid season for them. But they got some talent on the team. Uh, but the offensive line, they need to protect. That defense needs to step it up big time. Like I said, moving to here, Whitehead out to uh, to the outside is is a great move. If they bring able to bring in Zach Orr, better move. And we'll see how Jared Davis play in that middle. But overall, Detroit Lions, you know, gotta show you love. Um, you got potential. You got a lot of potential. You just go out there and play. All right, Greg Robinson, I got things for you. I can't show you no love either, man. I'm sorry. I got to get back to switching it up real quick. Greg Robinson, two things. I This is basically my sound bites that I created, and, and this is just how I feel about your game. So, first of all, Greg Robinson, your game is this. Uh, coach, his game is a little too horrible. He need to get cut. Well, I said he needed to get cut. But after this season, Detroit Lions fans going to be saying this. He got dropped off. He going to get dropped off after the 2017 season because the game was too weak. He can't block. He just holds. He just sidesteps. He's terrible, bottom line, Detroit Lions fans. Chuck, I know you just have to give him a little – well, you ain't really giving too much on that. I mean, you gave a shout-out to Ricky Wagner then, but they did add Greg Robinson, which is pretty much a waste. I don't know that move. But, anyway, that's how I just had to feel about that. So, I got to transition on because I got to talk about my last team. Well, hold on. You don't, think, you don't think a change in environment be good for him? Hell no, nah, man. He's terrible, man. He went from tackle to guard. He couldn't get it right at tackle. He can't get it right at guard. What you going to do now? Move him to center? His ass needs to be moved to the bench. He's basically a can't-get-right tackle, can't-get-right guard, and he's probably going to be able to get the center uh, position right here. Basically, he's a can't-get-right offensive lineman. That's the bottom line. <laughs> all right, anyway, all right. Let's move on to my last team. I want to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because there's a player on this team who plays with hearts, a lot of hearts. The player is only five foot six. You understand that? Five foot six. I know fans are sitting there saying, didn't he just say he's only five foot is he playing the field? Yes, he does play in the field. Got to be a kicker. No, he's not a kicker. He's got to be a punter. No, he's not a punter. He's actually a running back, which is crazy, which is shocking because we're talking about five foot six. And he's probably on a punt return or kick return. No, he actually uh, 
started last year a few games, and that is running back Jaquez Rogers. I'm talking about little Jaquez, little Mike Mouse. Dude's got a lot of heart, man, because last season he ran for 500 yards. I know some fans are saying, ah, that ain't much saying this and that. But you got to understand, Doug Martin was MIA, got that big contract last season, and do nothing last year. Vanished. Vanished. You know, got ghost. You know, put on his best uh, America's Got Talent magician act. David Copperfield. <laughs> it sure is. It sure did on that last season. But – in two games last year, back-to-back games, Rodgers did run for over 100 yards. He had 30 carries. We're talking about five, six running back getting 30 carries in the NFL. In the NFL game against the Carolina Panthers, 30 carries over 101 yards. And the following week in the game against the San Francisco 49ers, he followed that up with 26 carries, 154 yards. So what I'm saying is, kids – uh, athletes out there that are not exactly that tall or five foot six, there's hope, man. If you run and play with some hard and run hard and tough and protect that ball, I'm telling you, man, Jacquez Rogers should get a lot of love. Plus, he's been in the league for seven years. He's only 27 years old. I mean, this is a player right here. He is the free agency market. If I'm general manager and I'm building the team, I want player. I like players who are hard, who play hard. You know what I'm saying? Not just special teams, but as a running back of his stature, man, this is a player I would love to have on my team. Jaquez Rogers, I'm telling you, man, he's going to do a little something this year. Like we said, you know, your boy Doug Mars, MIA, they did draft the running back, so it remains to be seen what else they do. All right, linebacker position. I got to give props to my Kwan Alexander. Only 22 years old, 6'1", 227, going into his third year. Last season had a combined 145 tackles, three sacks, and interception. The thing I love about this Bucks linebacking court, we're talking about him, Levante David, as they play hard. Sideline to sideline, they got range, they can cover, they're not afraid to take on blocks. There's nasty, gritty uh, uh, NFL tackle machines, man. And I love Quan Alexander. He goes 100 miles every play, doesn't give up. I mean, he's just a football junkie. I mean, he's well enough to diagnose plays. I love this kid right here. He's got heart, and I just want him on my team. So, with that being said, Nick just had to show some love for Jaquez Rogers. Jaquez, holla at us, man. Holla at your boy. Anytime we come down to Tampa Bay, I'm telling you, Nick showing you some love tonight. Quan Alexander, this is a pro bowler for years to come. Him and Levante David, probably two best linebacker in uh, tandem in the NFL. I'm telling you, man. Quan Alexander, Jaquez Rogers, much love from Nick. Well, let's let's keep with the, the miniature theme. You're talking Jaquez Rogers at 5'6". Show some love to another guy. I know they might have them listed at six foot five eleven or whatever, but I believe it. I think the numbers is lying. I gotta go with Tyler Lockett, the wide receiver slash punt return kick turn specialist of the Seattle Seahawks. He was a third round pick in 2015 uh, from Kansas State. Last year, I know probably seen the video. He had that gruesome injury where he broke uh, both his tibia and fibula. Uh, but you know, p- reports have been positive this off season. You know, he's looking good. He's not necessarily practicing yet, but he's moving around. And, you know, with some, with some more hard work, I think he should be back on the field. But I got to throw Tyler like some love before he got injured because last year, you know, he was a pro bowler, uh, first team all pro. He didn't have any pump returns and kick returns for touchdowns. But he did protect the ball, which is the number one priority. And he averaged 8.4 yards per return on punt. 
which is eight and a half yards. I mean, that's a big, you know, that's a big difference. Eight and a half yards, ain't nothing. Eight and a half yards is quite a bit, especially on, on punt return. And then kick return, he averaged 26.3 yards on kick return, uh, which is also very good because we know the ball only gets to, if it doesn't go in the end zone, ball only gets like the five-yard line. So 26.3, Seattle Seahawks are starting on the 30-yard line plus, which is good for the position. Uh, even though the offensive line usually gave that gave us some sacks and moved back a little bit, but Tyler Lockett did his job. You know, I got Sean love because the punt return and kick return position is undervalued, uh, not by the coaches, but mainly about the fans. Unless your name is Devin or John Sanders, they don't really don't get love like that. But I got to show Tyler Lockett some love because he did his thing. And for the past two seasons, he's been in the top ten all-purpose yards and kick return and punt return yards. And he's like he's just like a Swiss Army knight, or like I like to say, he's like a Ignacio, a handyman. You know, Nick, you need your, you know, we live, we in L.A. right now. You want to go to East L.A., you need your car fixed, your motorcycle worked on, he got you. You need your house painted, your air conditioning fixed, Ignacio got you. And that's, what, and that's what Tyler Lockett is. He got you. He's Ignacio. He can do a little bit of everything that field because in all-purpose yards he had over 1,500 yards of all-purpose yards, man. So he's just a dynamic player. Uh, he doesn't get much love, even though he has some exciting moments and then that gruesome injury towards the end of last year. But I like it was showing some love on the Nick and Chuck show. Even though we're not Seattle Seahawks fans, we want to see you do well, man, because uh, you're a great player. And uh, get well soon, buddy. And then my last team I want to show love to is those Los Angeles Chargers. Neat. They don't even sound right, do it? Los Angeles Chargers? Nah, I don't sound right at all, but I actually like the sound of it. But I don't like the sound that they're playing in this dub hub center because it's only seats 30,000. 30,000 for the Los Angeles Chargers? Get the F out of here! Yeah, yeah, I don't like the sound. I mean, LA Rams sound good, LA Raiders sound good, LA Chargers don't sound, don't sound right, but you know what? Well, I was going to say, I'm going to try to get to go to the game. Yeah, the Stub Hub Center. Ain't going to be no room for us. But you know what? I think they got a little gate or something. We could probably look over like some old, uh, like some old uh, peewee football games or something like that. But you know what? L.A. Chargers got to show you some love. I mean, every year, every offseason, I pick y'all to do some things because I believe in um, Phillip Rivers. Uh, but you know what? Every year you guys disappoint me. But this coming year is going to be the year you don't disappoint me. For years and years, for like the past 10 years, you guys have had problems on that offensive line. Uh, but this year, this offseason, I think you you guys did something to it. I mean, it's been an exciting offseason when it comes to offensive line. I mean, y'all brought in Russell Okun, who Nick, I know you got a, a better opinion of him than Greg Robinson. They brought in Russell Okun, Forrest Lamp. I'm really excited about this rookie. And Dan Feeney, they made some great moves. On that offensive line, now they just need to come together and be able to play like that. I see you wanted to say something on Russell Okun. He need to get chopped up. I'm giving you love, Russell Okun. He need them one hating on you. I think you guys can gel and y'all can do some things, especially with Melvin Gordon. I mean, Melvin Gordon, I mean, his rookie season, I thought he was going to do some great things. Kind of let me down last year. We saw some of that potential. Uh, this year, you guys come together, man, give, uh, you know, open those holes for Mel Gore, then let my boy Phillip Rivers do his thing because he got a new target out of Clemson. Mike Williams, who was unfortunately been out these OTAs, he suffered some type of injury. I don't know what it is. I just know he uh, didn't participate 
and most of the OTAs. You know what? He should be back for the season. You know who else going to be back? Keenan Allen is back from injury. Keenan Allen is Mike Williams. I like that, Nick. That sounds good to me. You know who else coming off injury on the defensive side of the ball? Jason Verrett, who went healthy, is one of the best corners in the league. And I just want to say this, man. You know how I felt about that Mike Williams. I didn't think they should have drafted him because Tyrell Williams and Doug Inman, they balled out last year. They got it. Actually, if you look at the Chargers wide receiver core, it's like the best front line, front court in basketball. They're all power fours, man. They got some serious height. I mean, there's so many. I'm trying to figure out how is Doug Inman and Tyrell Williams going to get the ball. And he got Travis Benjamin in the slot. I mean, it's just too many weapons. I mean, I love this offense. I, they're going to be great this year. I actually think they might be the team, second team in this division by my Raiders to make the playoffs. Well, you said it's too many weapons. But you know what, Nick? They still Weapons, then Phillip Rivers got kids, so I think they're gonna be all right. Phillip Rivers go, Phillip Rivers gonna figure out how to use them. And then my final on the team is Joey Bosa. Last year, you know, he had explosive rookie season and put up a lot of sacks, you know, for a rookie. Uh, will he be able to repeat that? I think he will. And, um, you know, so showing love to those Los Angeles Chargers. I still, still don't sound right to me. Y'all still San Diego Chargers, but you know what? You're only 20 minutes away. Good luck, Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa. All right, fans. If you miss the show, always go to iTunes, download the Neek and Chuck Pro Football Talk Show. Next week, fans, we got another surprise for you guys. Can't tell you this week. Can't tell you. Uh, actually, we'll tell you before the show starts. You'll see it in no, our uh, episode info. No, we won't, Chuck said. So, anyway, fans. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Miss the show live. Like I said, always go to iTunes. Keep supporting Neek and Chuck Show. See you next week.